Yo, Jessica Gray. Hello. She's back in town. <laughs> How was your trip? How's it? Ah, uh, good. Yeah. Um, I feel like I feel like it was much needed. I feel like it wasn't long enough, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't feel as bad about taking time away from work. Which yeah, work blows. It's <laughs> <laughs> the worst. No, but thing I mean, we like, do. I yeah, no, I think like it's it's just nice to see how like remote work life is shifting perspective mm-hmm. on some very crucial work life balance mm-hmm. needs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I'm in the all know. life category of the work life <laughs> balance right now. <laughs> nice. I'm on one side of the equation. Daryl, you're on going? the other. You're back at uh, T-Lawn Industries. Back at the big T over here. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's all right. I mean, I've just been kind of like catching up the past couple of days here. Let a little bit of work pile up and uh, let people mm. know that, hey, you know, you needed, you needed me here. Okay? Just, just a reminder. <laughs> just you FYI. Guys, you guys needed me here. You needed me here. I'm an essential employee. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Teslas don't get swapped out without me. Um, if you're just joining us, I don't know why you would join us mid-cast, but if you are just tuning in, this is No One Likes to Tune a Podcast, the world's premier dedicated Fast and Furious podcast. Uh, my name is Nick Nocera. I'm joined by my favoritest person in the entire world, Jessica Gray, and her life partner slash... Uh, uh, you know, cooking show co-host Daryl. <laughs> we out here. We so. out here. And this week we we're actually between cycles, correct? We are. Right. Uh, this week we had the pleasure of watching a 2006 mm-hmm. comedy dr- comedy drama starring. Our big man Vin Diesel. Our, the big man. It's rare when I see it, like a new big man Vin Diesel film. Right? Yeah. 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 His finest work. Is, is it? Do you think? <laughs> I think. Oh, I definitely <laughs> think. think. Yeah. Do we think? It's, Do we he think? peaks in this movie. So, he definitely peaks. Uh, yeah. yeah I'll, I'll start by saying we, we spent um, a, a big theme of this particular season was trying to figure out whether or not Vin Diesel at any point in his career was a good actor. And, mm-hmm. um, I mean, we had the pleasure of watching the Fast and the Furious movies week in and week out. And it's easy for us to sort of um, encapsulate these actors um, in the nine movies that we see them in. But Absolutely. One of the one of the beautiful things about our in-between cycles is being able to see these actors in a totally different production and um, to see another side of them. Yeah, and one, especially for Vin, that's not the, like, protagonist of a sci-fi or, like, yeah, something action movie, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I would put at least the later Fast and Furious franchises in the sci-fi category, maybe a little bit. Yeah, yeah. God's eye and that hacking, hacking your own hacking device. And anyway, that kind of stuff. Then we got Bloodshot, which just came out in 2020. 
definitely in the sci-fi regeneration body regeneration category. Mm-hmm. We got the Riddick series, which are in the sci-fi alien slasher shoot 'em up categories. Would would we call Triple X science fiction? Oh, <laughs> I maybe Daryl. Sometimes you throw a bomb. <laughs> Then I just know is going to become the debate of the pot. <laughs> We're here to talk about Find Me Guilty. And you've just asked probably the most important question of the past 15 watch-throughs. <laughs> Which is, is Triple X a science fiction film? I, I mean, it's so good. I Actually, it's so good. I think we need to table it for a week and think <laughs> about it and talk about it like on the, on the next watch through. Mm-hmm. It's such a good question. Thank yeah. You, thank you. Yeah, that one yeah. will go in the parking lot. Huh? Parking lot. We'll parking you know. lot that one. That's a project management uh, term. Oh! It's not. That's a no, project no, no. management term. No, over no, here. no. We've got a project management clear. professional in the building. <laughs> oh, Jessica Gray, project manager. Do you are have you passed one of those project management like certification things? There's, I know I do. there's. You I have do? that. Yeah. What is it? Which one do you have? PMP. PMP. Project management professional. PMP. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica Gray, PMP. It's like you bust through the door of a building. Freeze. Let me organize your chaos. Freeze! Yeah. Jessica Gray, PMP. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. I didn't do it. It wasn't me. I, I submitted my deliverables. I promise. I, I updated my completion percentage. I promise. Check my stand up notes. Check my stand up notes. See, I don't even need to be here. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Okay, so PMP stands for Project Management Professional. You had to do a bunch of courses and tests to get that certification, correct? Yes. Is this mm. another item we should probably like put in the parking lot? No, we should talk about this <laughs> okay. right now. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 Yeah. Go for it. Girl me. Um, okay. One what, test. What does it do, PMP? For you, uh, do you feel? Oof. I think that it makes my value in negotiating my salary better. You get a little I think leverage. that it's, I get a little leverage, mm. yeah. Mm. And I think it also suggests that I can move across industry, which I think is oh, okay. pretty cool. Because yep. I don't know that I want to stay in media. Um I, I know that I don't want to stay in media, rather. Um, so CC Getty Industries. <laughs> no, I mean, like, I don't know. I think, yeah, I guess I don't really know what I want to do. Not enough to, like, make it interesting for listeners, but, okay. yeah, that's basically what it does. Would you recommend PMP? Yes. Certification? For sure. I've actually recommended a few people, like, at my organization to do it um, who are not project managers, but they're directors of, like, various, whether it's, like, marketing or, like, production or anything where you have to, like, get shit done, like, against a clock. I got offered. It's a good idea. I got offered it at one point. My work was, like, we'll put you through it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to do it. (laughs) If somebody... I was like, that seems like a lot of work. (laughs) I'm not interested in that. 
I got a lot of podcasting to do. Yeah, I got a lot of podcasting to do after hours. I got no time. Crucial podcasting hours. Yeah. Honestly, like for you personally, I would Uh say the next time that somebody does that, because it'll come up and you can get money for it quite easily because it costs less than $1,000 to go through. uh, Well, I guess that depends on whether or not you have access. So, like, my, the course that I took online was provided through my organization having like, a subscription to some kind of like corporate development oh, type yeah, of blah, yeah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure you can find like YouTube, YouTube type stuff, but really just like there's a book, you got to read it and you got to take a test on it. And oh, it's, that's not so bad. Yeah. And I mean, you can, uh, even that reading a book is not something that's going to be on my purview. Anytime soon. I think you'd be really good at it because most of the test is construction based. Oh, that's nice to hear. Thank you. And Jeff. I know that, no, I'm serious. I know it. Like, so I, Fundamentally, like the reason why I did it is because I've always kind of wanted to work in architecture. Right. That makes a lot of sense. And I know a lot of construction project managers who have PMP certification. Now, PMP certification is different than a, uh, uh, a bar certification. Extremely different. A bar certification is something that <laughs> <laughs> the, state of, the state of New, New Jersey... Jersey uh, would issue to someone who passed the bar exam to become a lawyer in <laughs> the state of New Jersey. In this feature film, Vin Diesel, who plays, I've forgotten his name, did, did, good, did, good, did, old, good old Jackie Denosio. Denosio. Jackie Denosio. Jackie Denosio. All right, so Find Me Guilty is a 2006 film directed by Sidney Lumet who um, directed tons of feature films from the 50s to all the way up until about 2007. This was his second to last film before he died. Um, Such like 12 Angry Men, Murder on the Orient Express. Very famous director. Is a film about Jackie DiNorcio, who was a real guy who in real life decided to represent himself pro se, as in without a lawyer, in the largest and longest RICO racketeering mafia case in in U.S. history, right? So he was in jail, as we see in the beginning of this movie. Jackie DiNorcio was in DiNorcio? 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 Who knows? I looked it up again. I don't... DiNorcio, no. DiNorcio. DiNorcio. He's in jail on a drug charge for 30 years, right? Mm-hmm. And this is a sort of separate issue, which is maybe going to add to his prison sentence. And he decides to fire his lawyer and represent himself in court. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, the prosecutor is trying to... They offer Jackie a deal. They say, hey, you've got 30 years right now. We can reduce your sentence if you cooperate and help us take down... The rest of your mob brothers. Yeah. So, this particular trial takes place so that, um, I mean, yeah, it goes back and forth. But they want Jackie to basically they want Jackie rap. to flip. They want him to flip, and he doesn't do it. He doesn't do it. He do- will not become a witness for the prosecution. So, he, yeah, I mean, first of all, let's just go through and do a quick. Did we like this movie? Yeah. Okay. Yes. 
Yes. I'm give that a yes. Yes. It was entertaining. Yeah. I think we got three yeses. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it's um Yeah, this movie's good. <laughs> yeah, Vin uh, Diesel is good in it also. Yeah. Next next survey, real quick one. What do we think of the hair? Oh my god. <laughs> good question. I think it's, the wig people did a good job. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah, okay. okay. So three for three, it was fake. Yeah. Um how do we feel? Do we look but it looked good. Right, and it looked fit the character. Yeah. Looked great, looked great. Was just wispy enough, just receding enough. He looked old, right? Yeah. He's not old in the shooting this picture. Yeah, it's only um, what five years? Six. Yeah, it's five years after Fast and Furious One. Mm-hmm. Vin was. Did we say Vin was twenty four making that movie? Uh, he was 24 in movie years, but I don't mm. know how old he was in real life. Okay, so he is 40. That can't be <laughs> fucking right. What? In 2006. No. He's born in 1967. So 30 years would be 97. I'm not actually doing math in my He's brain, 39. but sounds about right. He's 39 yeah. years old in 2006. <laughs> Vin Diesel is fucking 50. Three years old now? Wow. Yes? I can't. I can't. I can't can't handle that. That's a life-altering fact. Here on the No One Likes a Tuna, it turns out we've been focusing on the wrong timeline all along. Oh, my God. He's 52 years old. 52. Oh, my God. Oh, it was, it's his birthday really soon. FYI, three days from now. Wow. Yeah. We got to do something special. <laughs> yeah, watch we'll this, send him a watch guard. this movie. That was pretty special. <laughs> we'll send him a guard. So he's 39 when he makes this movie. I mean, he looks... Okay, I thought he was a lot younger. Mm-hmm. But he looks... Um, he looks pretty good. Pretty old. You know, like the hair and makeup people did a good job, I think, is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, he acts... He's got this, like, middle-aged sort of, like... Thing going on, you right? You know, he's really got this like middle aged, ball busting Italian thing happening. Um, we we spoke last episode about, or yeah, I guess last episode about um, Vin Diesel's, uh, yeah, whatever desire to turn the Fast and the Furious movies into a Coppola style, yeah gang movie and franchise and his expressing his disappointment in sort of it not going that direction. Right. Um, And I think, I mean, this, yeah, this movie. Why didn't he just give them that movie? (laughs) Be like, look, here's proof of concept. Do you see what I see? So I think he, so if we think about the timeline of that, um, the context was that we were, he declined um, Too Fast, Too Furious because he didn't think it was going to be a classic movie in the along the lines of The Godfather right. and in that timeline because <laughs> which accurate incredible foresight <laughs> incredible <Right>. foresight <laughs> on that one <laughs> yeah but this movie came out then after Too Fast and this before this movie came out after Too Fast and either right before, before or basically at the same time as Tokyo Drift mm-hmm. yeah so which is the better movie uh, Tokyo Drift or Find Me Guilty? You're asking? 
Is that yes. your is that your question? Yes. I mean Tokyo Drift. <laughs> Tokyo <laughs> Drift is a bit Tokyo Drift, basically. Tokyo Drift is so good. But I get where you're coming from, Jess. I don't appreciate your gotcha journalism. But I do I do I do get where you're coming from. Yeah. I don't think I could ever rewatch <laughs> this movie. Find me guilty. How do we think Vin Diesel got this role in Find Me Guilty? Sidney Lumet is like, especially this is the second to last movie he ever made, is one of the most celebrated filmmakers of all time, right? Mm. Like, basically any actor in the world would die to just be in a Lumet film. Like, you know, nonetheless, like, basically exclusively star in it, right? There's there's a few other people in this movie, including incredible Peter Dinklage. But... Yes. But Vin Diesel is the movie, right? There's basic, He's basically 95% of this movie. How did he get... How did he get this role? <laughs> like, how? Right? Because he had done Fast and the Furious, and he'd done Band, uh, not Band of Brothers, Saving Private Ryan, Fast and Furious. I guess he'd done the Chronicles of Riddick, which is two thousand four. He'd done A Man Apart, which is a little actionish movie, kind of thing. I've never seen it. Knock Around Guys, which I've never seen either. Like, none of these scream, like, art house or even, like, prestige feature, right? And then he mm-hmm. did the past... The the movie he did right before this one was The Pacifier. Wow. Right? <laughs> so, like, what in Vin Diesel do you think Sidney Lumet saw and was like, that's the guy, I have to have him. I have to have him. Did we see a? Have we seen any pictures of the real Jackie Dinosio? I did look him up. He looks basically nothing like him. <laughs> Not even close. Not even close. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure either. I mean, here's the here's the thing. Sidney Lumet is smarter than me, right? Was. Um, it t- it took me probably three or four entire watchthroughs of seven or eight movies that Vin Diesel starred in. So twenty, I'm watching like twenty four to you know thirty four, somewhere in that range, feature length films starring Vin Diesel. Before I came around to like, oh, Vin Diesel is magic, <laughs> right? Like, he's so good, and we love him so much. I, because it took me so long, I sort of exclude the possibility that, like, other people can tap into that and recognize the same thing and probably can do it in a lot less time. I, I mean, is it... Is it outside the realm of possibility that Sidney Lumet watched The Pacifier and was like, (laughs) 
This guy's got, got it. it. <laughs> he's, got, he's, got, he's got what it takes right here. I can see it. It's not even it. just a glimmer. It's a full, it's a full, it's full on vision, vision <laughs> charisma, looks package, right? Like he's just got it. Uh, or he wants that. I mean, my, my, my basic real suspicion is he watched that um, multifacial short film that Vin made wherein he auditions a lot of the time as sort of this like Italian character because he's like uh, uh, sort of ethnically ambiguous and, and, and his sort of Italian character in that is very reminiscent of Find Me Guilty. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. So we've got Vin, we've got Peter Dinklage. Jess, are you a Peter Dinklage? What do you what do you think? What do you think Dinklage's fans are called? Dinkles? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no? Maybe. Uh, are you a Dinklage fan? Definitely. Yeah. From Game yeah. of Thrones or Station Master um, or I think Station Agent, I didn't... that's what it's called. I had seen him a bunch in other stuff that I can't recall mm-hmm. um, off the top of my head before Game of Thrones, but I think Game of Thrones really nailed the, or hammered the nail in, whatever that idiomatic expression is. Um, yeah. 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 I mean, me, t- me too. I think that's the first thing I basically I'd like recall looking him up during. That's like when I look up somebody... I'm like IMDb. I'm like, oh, okay, this guy's doing something, you know. Yeah, that's the first. I think Game of Thrones was the first, and like the first season of Game of Thrones, definitely, mm-hmm. right? It was like, oh, stand out, Peter Dinklage, you're doing yeah. it. Uh, and then I watched The Station Agent, which is a very good movie, starring Bobby Cannavale and Peter Dinklage. Mm. I can't remember who the female lead is in that movie. Patricia Houston, I think. It's great. Um, yeah, go ahead. I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a Dinkle per se, but, uh, (laughs) I just, I hadn't, I haven't watched very much Game of Thrones, but I thought, um, yeah, Peter Dinklage's performance in this movie was outstanding. I thought it was outstanding too. He's very good. And the, I thought the prosecutor was like sort of off the rails and also very good. Uh, Mm -hmm. and the only thing I know him from is he plays Batman's dad in Batman Begins, like Christian Bale's dad. Um, I thought he was, like, he totally all over. Like, he has, like, women, like, patting his forehead. Like, I'm so stressed out. <laughs> yeah, he has uh, the cold press. He does the, he does the uh, like, the Mad Men, like, sofa lay down for, uh, to, to manage his thoughts. And then yes. he has I the think that, press. I think that was intentional. I think that's, like, an intent, no? Like... Right. Oh to yeah. Make him just yeah. Oh okay. yeah. To okay. make him seem like um uh well not necessarily just, sexist but like just sort of like doesn't care about other people or doesn't like you know is sort yeah. of like yeah in that vein he's of fun- things an asshole. Yeah, he, right. Yeah. But yeah, he's trying to he's trying to redeem himself from all of his assholeness by putting away bad guys. Yeah. And, exactly. Yeah, exactly. he's trying really hard to do that. Yeah, the scene where he's like, "Don't these people get it? They're stealing their money." 
-hmm. And he also has like this insane New Jersey accent that's like totally terrible. But he, it like, it's basically not there except for like a few words. He's like, these people, they don't understand. He's like, they're stealing all their money. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, oh, and by the way, they murder people sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Um, so I thought he was I thought he was excellent. I thought I basically like think this movie is great and people should see it. Um Yeah. That's it. And they get off in the end. Spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they like do it. There's not much else other than like he decides to represent himself pro se. There's like a bunch of different like courtroom moments uh where like Vin has this sort of stand up you know, gift of the gab thing. He gets in trouble with the judge. He gets in trouble with the other lawyer, defense lawyers. They want to kick him out of the case. He doesn't get kicked out of the case. Then they win the case. That's basically what goes on. You know? But, um... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I mean, he spends a good portion of the movie, like, trying to deal with, um, whatever, the... The brotherhood, right? You, the, a big part of the movie is like, hey, I love you guys. And and then right. Nick Calabrese, the uh, the mob boss here, is like, you got to go. You're not one of us. Like, you're making a fool of us. And the bad luck. And, like, the I love you guys thing is big, right? He wants to be loved all the time. Um... And that's why at the end, when all the prisoners are like, they're like, I will go, I will go, Jackie. You know, he's like, oh, Mm -hmm. they love me. They love me. You know? They love him because, they love him because, or, yeah, he believes that they should love him because he looks out for people and he helps his cousin. You know? He loves people. Yeah, give love to get it. You know? Right. But. He's constantly being shut down, and then by uh-huh. sort of the other mob people, the judge, like all of the prosecutors are all trying to, um, yeah, kind of hack away at his armor. But he seems to uh, hold fast. The Thin Diesel, what yeah. a likable family man. Yeah. Um. Do you want to say anything else before we maybe transition into a couple shoutouts? Uh, only that it was, <clears throat> I found it today, uh, technically a comedy movie and not a drama. Oh. Okay. Which, was that for, like, good jokes, but... awards consideration? Ooh. No idea, but that's a good question. A lot of times, not a lot of times, but sometimes if they maybe qualify... People for the Golden Globes, people will drop things into the comedy, best comedy category, because it's separated mm. out from drama, mm. and because they think they're going to have an easier time winning. Basically, yeah. I thought, I thought, like I went into it thinking it was a comedy movie. Because Vin Diesel was in it. I was like, this could not possibly be that serious of a movie. <laughs> it's not. And I, it's not yeah. that serious of a movie. Vin Diesel, like, covers his eyes and, like, cries kind of for, like, probably five minutes in the movie, which is a large amount of... Right. 
Right. For his <laughs> sort of emotional... Yeah. Getting to his emotional core. Yeah. I think Vin wanted to stretch his, you know, tear ducts a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, get somewhere that he hadn't really been before. I mean, it's crazy that this movie exists. It's crazy it stars Vin Diesel. It's crazy that also, like, it didn't make Vin Diesel into, like, a property that people could consider to, like, star in other sort of semi-serious or, like, you know, a little bit of higher-brow films. And maybe they did, but, like, Vin was like, nah, I gotta do Fast 4, you know? Which sucks for him, in my mind. I think going into it, sort of thinking that it was a comedy and, like, his initial rollout of just, like, really not being able to contain his jokes. Like, I'm a... I'm a gangster, not a gangster. And like yeah. that whole thing, like I think, yeah, I think as we progressed and as we learned more about Jackie D, the family man and about his, yeah, about his struggle, like trying to stand up for his bros, being in jail, getting his chair thrown away. <laughs> and yeah. I think, I think as that developed, I think I liked the movie more and more as yeah. I got to see more of Vin and I got to see more of this character. I think maybe if I went into it, sort of thinking it was going to be a serious drama that right. I would have liked it less. Yeah, I probably would have. I probably would have too. I probably would have too. I knew it was like lighthearted for sure. And like I'd seen it in 2008 maybe. It's 18. Uh, but I hadn't seen it since and like it's not something I kept in the bank. I knew Vin was good in this movie though. That's the mm-hmm. one thing that did stand out. Um... Yeah, he's a he's a standout character. Um, sometimes, Daryl, though, in my life, things, people, places, situations, services, they stand out to me in my life, right? So in that vein, we have a little segment we like to call shout-outs where we, uh, you know, rep those things. Mm-hmm. Um, Daryl, what do you have to shout-out to this week? This week, I'd like to give a shout-out to a really standout, I'll call it a um, condiment, but uh-huh. um, uh, through 4th of July, we were over at a friend's place for a barbecue, and we had the most outstanding homemade pickles. And oh, yeah. Garnish? Homemade pickle. Is it a garnish condiment? Yeah, the condiment, it's only condiment if you put it on something. I suppose if you can eat it by itself. Okay, so were these Close sliced sort of on a sandwich, or were they, they're just this like... Is a, this is a full, this full-size side pickle, and it was delicious. A little bit what spicy. What do you fucking call that? Vegetable? <laughs> they call vegetable? Vegetable? In Massachusetts, it's known as a cuke. A cuke. A cuke. You saw a lot of signs for cukes. Oh. I don't think I've um, ever called it a cuke as someone from Massachusetts. Oh, interesting. Hmm. We saw many <laughs> signs. Where? Out west? Oh, yeah. Where were you guys? Yeah. In yeah, the west. in Western Mass. Yeah. Uh, uh. Anyway, I had, some, I had some really strong cukes. I also proceeded to uh, buy some cukes on my way home. Off Can court. I ask a question about the cuke situation? Sure. This is gonna. This is really gonna. I <laughs> called a cucumber a cuke, but I've never called a pickle talking. a cuke. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought we were talking about it as a vegetable. 
Uh, I see. I That's see, my I bad. See. I think once you pickle it, it loses its cuke. <laughs> And it's cute properties. It becomes a pickle. It becomes oh, a, look yeah. at that look at that flying caterpillar. Like, no, no, no. We have a name for it's that. It's called, a, it's called a butterfly now. Fair point. Fair point. Okay. All right. Sorry. I I so, I could let it it's go. It's Charizard, not Charmander. <laughs> yeah, it's, exa- it's evolved. Right. It's evolved. And All the right. pickle is the evolved cucumber. You know. Really. I, I don't see. So much better. I don't see anybody. Whoa, Jessica, did you say it's not much better? I said so much better. Oh my god! I was about to <laughs> kick you. Fun. I was about to kick you off the podcast. <laughs> You're about to like leave. Better. <laughs> Are we talking butterflies or caterpillars right now? Can we talk about I ate a pickle when I was six. <laughs> I ate a pickle for the first time, and like my whole life lit up. <laughs> and then my mom gave me a cucumber, and I took a little crunch of it. And I was like, the fuck is this shit? <laughs> and I've never eaten one since. Yeah. Not even on a chef salad. Really? Terrible cucumbers. Yeah. yeah. Give me a pickle. So I wanna, yeah, I want to give a shout out to the homemade pickle. The uh, If you're not able to make your own homemade pickle, mm-hmm. the uh, Whole Foods 365 mm-hmm. dill pickle, mm-hmm. also really nice, even if it spills all over you in the car. Which yep. happened to me on our drive back. Nice. But yeah, giving us big, str- big, were strong. You, were um, you shout plucking them in the passenger seat? Uh, yeah, I was yeah. one for me, <laughs> one for the driver over here, and we needed we needed road snacks, so yep. we were eating pickles on the road. It's a drippy one for the road. It was, you it know, spilled it's dri- all over the place. It's a drippy one. We had to pull over. We yeah. had to pull over. I was like, I'm, I'm covered here. This is, I'm in bad shape. We gotta, <laughs> we gotta recover quickly before we continue any farther. That's a real spill in the car. Is the pull over pickle spill? <laughs> you know, you gotta take care of it the car right was away. Fine. It was right away. Needed help. Right away. Yeah. Yeah. That was a bad shape. It's especially bad if you're bringing the pickles as a, like a gift for a. A party? Oh, no. It was a gift for us. Oh, okay. You show up at the party, and they're like, why is half the juice gone? Like, <laughs> the, the, the lid is popped, and half the juice is gone. Um, I have Here's a food-related shout-out also this week. And it's pickle-adjacent. Wow. How crazy is that? Um, I found a very good recipe for a stovetop pulled pork that I made the other day. That tell me more. Um, basically blew the fuck out of my mind. I was like, after I made it, I was like, I gotta, I should open a food cart. Basically. Whoa. Because. All right, so I have a, like a muscle pot. It's like um, I think you can cook it in a Dutch oven, or you can do it in a regular aluminum pot or whatever. But I have basically like a enamel coated aluminum I don't even know what's on underneath the steel something like that mm-hmm. anyway so I got this big cut of pork I put it in there I toasted it on all sides and then I cooked down a, like a one and a half onions added basically just some like ketchup some Worcestershire sauce a little, a little mustard, uh, a pinch of cumin. Uh, the pork had already been salt and peppered, so I didn't add any of that, but some white pepper went in there. 
and uh, some garlic, and I just let it fucking chill in the juices for... The thing about the stovetop is um, I let it simmer. F- it took way shorter amount of time. Basically, like mm. the amount of time I would have to smoke this thing would be like eight hours, eight, nine hours, and this took about four to five. It wow. was like way shorter, and it pulled really easily at the end. What uh, kind of what kind of pork do you use? We a have butt a we have or a shoulder. Yeah. What do you got? A butt? I think, I think I think we got a big pork shoulder. Yeah. Trim off the big thing of skin, right? And then cook it down for forty five. I'll send you the recipe. Hell uh, yeah. And uh, cook it down. Just scale it the time for weight. And I flipped it. This was the real key, is because the juices sort of build up and. You can add water if you want to, but I didn't end up needing to. The juices sort of build up, and I end up flipping it every 40 minutes. So every 40 minutes, I got like some tongs and a spatula, and I actually flip the whole roast over, the whole pork butt over. And that allowed both sides to like soak in the juice for a little bit. I think that's what made it go a lot quicker. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I made a barbecue sauce. And then I put some pickles on it and put it on a fucking bun. And it was like, it, it was like the greatest, I, it was the greatest fucking sandwich I've ever made. It was so good. Hell yeah. 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 I would suggest that. Um, and let us know how it goes, Daryl. All right? Yes, definitely. Jess, what do you want to shout out to this week? The hot glue gun. The oh. Oh, One of all-time nice. great shout-outs nice. we've had on the pod. Nice. The hot glue gun. Okay, hit me. So, uh, there's like a very small dent on the hood of our car. Let me preface this by saying... Your new car? Oh, it's not a new car. It's oh. a new old car. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'll preface this by saying that the hot glue gun got me through basically every single middle school project mm-hmm. that I had to do. For sure. Right? And you can construct some very complicated shit with a hot glue gun. Yeah. Um, in, a, in a fast amount of time because, you know, the whole, the whole concept is that it's a fast drying situation. It's very hot. Don't touch the end. Yeah. Yeah. You can, you can put stuff together pretty quickly. So car has a dent on the hood uh, my dad says that he can fix it for us and so I'm like okay cool this man has um, like you know the Mary Poppins bag of tools in the garage so just show me what you got let's try this and he pulls out a hot glue gun with black glue and not uh, like clear or like glitter glue which okay. is my personal favorite Sure. Um, and he took these essentially this like clamp that there are these plastic pieces he squirts a, a Go ahead, Daryl. Yeah, the, the pieces, they look like little sorry pieces. Board okay. game sorry. It looks like yep. that. Hot glue gun on the dent. You put the little sorry piece on it. Let it dry, which was difficult to do on a hot summer day. Mm-hmm. But And then, and then he had like an clamp apparatus. Clamp down. Yeah. yeah. He had an apparatus that had like two braces. Yeah. And then sort of like a squeezy thing that would just pull up a rod. Yeah. And it wasn't just like an ugly, like, I don't know, like, I, I imagine, like, if I designed it or Elmer's Glue designed it, it would be, like, a gray plastic thing with, like, orange details on it. Mm-hmm. This thing was super nice. It looked like it was, like, CNC'd uh, aluminum, and it had, like, anodized gold brackets on it, and it yeah. looked super Sick. cool. Sick, yeah. 
and the like the grip on this thing allowed you to um just like very very gently mm-hmm. pull it up it wasn't like a one pop because that would be like too much force and then all of a sudden instead of an indentation you have a little pimple on your hood right so it's just like a very gentle i used squeeze, to see squeeze. like infomercials for a type of thing like this where it was like two prongs and a suction cup in the middle and then like mm-hmm. you know it's supposed to like pop out but this sounds like a way better situation slash solution. I it was wild. One of the many great applications for hot glue. I used to just smell it. Just, <laughs> I just used to smell so fuck that like burnt glue smell. Just used to smell so fucking good that like every time there was an opportunity, I'd be like, I, I'll do it. I'll do the hot glue <laughs> like, for sure, for sure. And I used to Amazing. like. How it, when it burned my fingers a little bit, right? Like, I'd touch it a little bit, and then it'd burn, it'd feel good, and then, like, peel it off. I used to, like, making little, like, almost, like, pods, like, little little flat chips. I'd squirt out a a blob, it would, like, flatten, and then I would peel it off. Yeah. Paper and stuff. Great stuff. I was... I was straight up not allowed to use the hot glue gun. They're like, if they saw what I was doing with that hot glue, they would have never let me anywhere near it. Yeah, it's like glue stick. Yeah, glue stick or bust over here. If you can't use a glue stick, just try a different medium. I used to chew on the sticks. Oh my god. (laughs) I used to just chew them. Uh, they sort of like deform in your mouth. They wouldn't like eat them, but they'd like get a little like you know. They were yeah. chewy. What do you want me to say? <laughs> fucking chewy. I would chew them. And they're, and they're low calorie, you know. Just low, a low cal- calorie. Calzone zone, you know. <laughs> like just. <laughs> it's like a it's like a string cheese basically, or like a mozzarella stick. It's a fun <laughs> object to play with and look at and yeah. like. Yeah. I remember I would get like bags of like sticks of them and they'd be all these different colors and it was like a Crayola box and I was just like totally. this is let's dump this shit on the table and look at it. Whenever <laughs> I would get my dog a like dental toy, like those green you know, those green dental to- chews, I'd be like, Oh, this is like hot glue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back in my day, we didn't have dental chews. <laughs> Can't we just give the dog a little hot glue stick? <laughs> the same thing. <laughs> um, all right. So, do you guys have anything find me guilty related you want to talk about? No. Or, oh, all right, I'm good with that. I'm good with that. I had fun. I think everybody should see this movie, especially if you're a Fast and Furious Vin Diesel fan, but especially also if you're not a Fast and Furious Vin Diesel fan and like you're it you're open to the idea that Vin Diesel is good you just got to be open mm-hmm. and if you watch this with an open heart i think you'll find yes Vin Diesel is like a good actor and somewhere in between 2006 and 2009 he lost that ability it was taken away from him by an evil witch mm-hmm. and he lost that ability to act known and as Dwayne Johnson <laughs> 
<laughs> an the evil rock. witch known as, <laughs> as The Rock Johnson. was there like, we're yeah. going to get him here. Yeah. The yeah. Rock was like, I saw Find Me Guilty, and I got to put a stop to this. Well, Dwayne did star in The Tooth Fairy, so it could have been mm-hmm. like sort of a Tooth Fairy situation, a little bit like mm-hmm. tap your tooth or whatever. I don't know what Tooth Fairies do. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not Dude, sure. our dog is losing molars. That's cool. Like, you know, bad, he's like, right? no. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> puppies lose their teeth the same way that we do. What? And then they grow back. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> That's nuts. Do you put yeah. the tooth under its dog bed? And then, like, no. the next morning, there's like a goldfish trait or something? Daryl, I put them bone? by our bed, and I was <laughs> yeah. like, I'm just going to, you're not authorized. You, know, to you do might this. get I'm a gonna, quarter or I'm three. I'm going to go tomorrow. ahead and redeem these for you, Roxy. I'm going to redeem these for you. Don't worry. I'll, I'll pass along the 75 cents. Yeah, we'll spend it on a chew toy or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it would be dope if the Tooth Fairy was real, right? Like, yeah. I would love that. Right. But at the end of the day, like, how much can you feasibly, how many teeth does one person have in their head? That's a good question. I want to say 28, but I pulled that out of Whoa! Okay. I thought it was 32. Let's look it up. Open up. 32, 28. <laughs> Open up. I'm, I'm going to go you smack down the middle and say, ex- say exactly 30. You got 15 okay. up top and 15 <laughs> down below. <laughs> one off on either side. Yeah. Uh, 32 teeth during their lifetime. Wow. Fuck. I, Theirs my... being dogs or humans? Yeah. Humans, thirty-two teeth. Okay, wow. Thirty-two teeth. So, that's amazing. A lot. That's a lot more teeth than I thought I had. All right, so let's say you get like kids today, they get a buck a tooth, basically, right? That seems like a reasonable. I mean, it seems like a lot of like us old people who got like a quarter, you know. (laughs) (laughs) But, But I feel like they get like a buck a tooth. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know that tooth. I didn't know the tooth fairy sort of uh, adjusted their contributions. Oh, for inflation, with, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, these kids are like walking out of the hospital with iPhones. I'm pretty sure that the price of the tooth has gone up. Mm-hmm. Oh, drops. If they're you mean walking that? out of the hospital, <laughs> <Yeah>. sorry. <laughs> I think like they're being strollered gotta, out of the hospital. You got it, dude. Have this iPhone. Yeah. 12 max pro like yeah. here's the a raspberry here's... is amazing right right. Now. yo tooth fairy i'm gonna drop you this canine tooth right here just go ahead and vend me the dollar you don't need to come by anymore. <laughs> it's all good I just put it right here i don't want to see you i don't be flying around my personal space okay just like so what like i don't know if you guys had a kid today today oh, and it lost, yeah. it was three, and it lost a tooth. Or I guess what? five? I don't fucking know what age kids lose. How much would you give them as a fake tooth fairy person? I think I would give them a very cheap sock printed on a piece of paper. Leave the pot. You're kicked off. That's the craziest answer. Are you talking about real stock, or are you talking, talking about like Bank of Jessica no, stock? No, I think it's hitting two birds with one stone. If I literally had a three-year-old and there was a situation where I needed to like create a theatrical performance wherein the ba- the child received money, 
I would do it in the form of a stock, and it would be like, cool, I don't know anything about stocks. Thank you. And then they would be satisfied. Check that E-Trade account, okay? Yeah. We're not yeah, doing, get on we're not Vanguard. Cool. It's no not fees. a cash payment yeah. over here. And then Check those the E-Trade account, young $3 man. dollars will pay for the baby's college, maybe someday. I don't know. All right. I mean, That'll I'm not against that, but I'm against it. Like, I think, Daryl, I need a real answer from you. I was, I mean, my, my answer was going to be the extreme opposite, which is like, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to give them anything. The answer is zero. <laughs> zero. Tooth fairy does not exist. <laughs> And honestly, honestly, extremely frugal parents. <laughs> yeah, so you wow. got either either side here. You get a stock, you get a stock, or you get nothing. How yeah. would you like to this proceed? This child is gonna have a really sad child. <laughs> like I would be like nothing. I don't want to participate yeah. in your like gross capitalistic <laughs> system over here. You right. know, right? I don't want to like exploit people through my investment. Sounds good. Sign here, and we'll yeah. That'll <laughs> solidify we'll, we'll, that. We'll, don't we'll ask me next time. Don't believe in the yeah. tooth fairy. <laughs> All right, fuck you both, because I would give him a buck. <laughs> I would give him a buck. I would give him like a dollar per tooth, which means that the kid can make thirty-two dollars potentially over the course of its life. But he can only invest them in the stock market. He can only invest those thirty-two dollars in the stock market. Hold on. I feel like my parents for sure stopped giving me tooth fairy money after like maybe the third tooth. I would not. Be, there's no situation where I'd be like going to my mom like, yo, mom, just got my wisdom teeth removed. I'm like 18. Go ahead and drop me that dollar you said you were going to drop me. Okay. I remember being 10. All right. So I, my parents also basically stopped at some point. Um, and I also have a baby tooth left. I still have one. What? Uh, yeah. This is a weird wow. fact about me. In your Every, mouth, you're saying? In my mouth. Yeah. Which one is it? I don't remember. It's like, <laughs> it's not, I, don't know, I don't know. I don't really remember. But, um, yeah, and every new dentist I go to is like, you know you have a baby tooth? I'm like, yeah, dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Treat that with extra care. It's the OG of my it's mouth over OG here. Mouth. It's the o- original, dude. I have like a deep first edition tooth. It's grandpa, grandpa tooth over here. Be careful. So, um, but I don't have a adult tooth underneath it. Doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Never grew. So, um, I'm you know I at least I didn't make thirty one dollars either. But I got you know maybe just ten teeth. But I do remember having a box of my teeth. <laughs> somewhere like I they didn't take remember the tooth this too and yeah they like put it in a tooth box and mm-hmm. like oh, would open it and like look at my fucking old ass teeth and like yeah it was weird it was a weird thing to have in my house it's like mm-hmm. a tooth a box of my teeth and sometimes i try to like fit them, fit them in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> just to remember what it was like uh wow. But uh, remember, yeah. you guys remember the fifty cent coins? Yes, the state quarters, oh, the big ones, yeah. or the fifty Chuck, cent coins. A, you yeah, have fifty cent piece cent or the yeah. the, no, the, the special edition piece. quarter. No, the fifty cent. I remember the special. I remember like a like the Eisenhower. Where do they have Eisenhower? Kennedy? I thought it was Jefferson. I have no idea. Definitely not Jefferson. Not a Jefferson. Jeffy's on the nickel, isn't he? This would be a Siri question. This, but is, this is a real. This is a real. No, let's do it live on the pod. Yeah. <laughs> Who's on the nickel? I found Thomas Jefferson and Monticello. There you go. Uh, 
Uh, who's on the 50 cent piece? Ask her. I think Kennedy. Mm. Let's find out. Mm. Who is on the 50 cent coin U.S. currency? I found this on the web. Fuck you, Siri. Kennedy. <laughs> Kennedy half dollar. Mm-hmm. Nice. So. That's what it's called, a half dollar. Little riveting audio here for you guys. <laughs> Um, I never got a half dollar. Well, I got half dollars, and then there were these gold buckaroos that came out, the Susan B. Anthony coins, yeah. I think. Do you guys yeah. remember those? Definitely. I that was a Sacagawea. Oh. Also, also. Yes. Also, oh, also Sacagawea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, yeah, I'm those pretty were sure I still cool. have some of those somewhere. Might have a sack somewhere. Yeah. I remember one point my grandmother, my dad's mom, basically was like, I'm not interested in living anymore. And so she took all her savings. She had like 20 grandchildren, and she took all of her savings, which was not a ton. And she decided to like divvy it up among her grandchildren. But the form in which she decided to do that was pure Sacagawea dollars. Whoa. In a, Why? In a velvet sack. Just yes, <laughs> it was in a sack. Yeah. Oh my god! She sewed individualized monogrammed sacks to put these sack of joy dollars in. Sweet, <laughs> crazy. That's the but most New England shit I've ever heard. It's some New England shit, but the the thing is a universal truth, a not New England thing. Is kids love money. They just love it. They True. just fucking it's fun love stuff. It. It's they fun to love have money. Yeah. Ellie's brothers and sisters have kids, and they're all in the three to four range. And I just bring a bunch of coins, and I just like secretly give them coins behind their parents' backs all afternoon. Mm -hmm. And like the kids go (laughs) insane. They go insane. (laughs) This is freedom. And then two of them are twins, and so if they don't get the same amount, it like is a catastrophe, which is hilarious. Mm -hmm. It's just really good. Yeah. Wait still wait until they start trading it for stuff. Like ice yeah. cream. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping they do. Give them ice cream, you know? Get them all yeah. ho- hooked on sugar. That's what I right. want. You know? Right. That's what I want. So Um I wanna end. You wanna end this podcast? Is that the rat? Does that sound good? Watch Find Me Guilty. <laughs> and if you wanna talk to us about it, uh you can find us at Nolt Podcast on Twitter, N O L T T. I gotta give a big shout out to Patrick this week. He reached out to us on Twitter to let us know we had a little audio issue in the last episode. Uh, but I did fix it, and I re-uploaded the file, and it was like, fine. Um, so that was my bad. You can tell how much work I put into this. Okay, not a lot. Uh, but if there is another issue, let us know on Twitter, or you can email us, uh, no one likes the tuna podcast at gmail.com. If you want to throw us a buck, if you want to give us one Sacagawea dollar, it's extremely possible. All you have to do is mail us at 13... No, you, you just give us... <laughs> you just uh, throw us a buck on Patreon. Uh, and if you want to give us one dollar, you just sign up for the one dollar tier and cancel right away. Before, Or at least before the next billing cycle. You'll fucking throw us a buck. That'd be really cool of you to do. Spread the word, friends and family... Rate and review us on Apple Podcast. Follow us on Spotify. Follow us on fucking Instagram. No one likes to tune a podcast on Instagram. Ooh. That's all I got. Jess, you want to plug anything? 
Nah, that was great. Nothing going on in your life right now? No. All right. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> this is over. That's a wrap. No one likes tuna. Season 15. Oh, <laughs>